0: A red tag. This has recently become the Duterte government's most used tool in going after its critics. You must have heard of these lines from the government. This person is a communist. This person is with the left. This person is with the NPA. It takes little to no evidence and only a few words, but the damage to one's name and the threat to one's life can be enormous. Activists have been slammed online. They have received death threats, they have been arrested, and they have been killed. How does red tagging work, and what is it like living with a red tag in the Philippines? Hello, I'm Rambo Talapo. This is Rapplers Crime Podcast, Criminal. In this podcast, we revisit crime stories that are significant in understanding Philippine politics and society. This is our 21st episode, where we will talk about red tagging in the Philippines. For this episode, I interview former Bayan Muna Congressman Teddy Casino, who tells me that he eats Red Tags for breakfast. Former Congressman Teddy Casino, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks, Rambo. At uh, magandang okay. araw po sa lahat. Okay. Former
0: Congressman, could you just introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Um, well, I'm Teddy Casino, uh, former Bayan Muna representative. Uh, I was in Congress for three terms, um, 2004 to 2013. And prior to that, uh, I was an activist, Uh, started out uh, an activist in college in UP Los Banos, then uh, joined the labor movement after graduating, then uh, joined the multisectoral alliance or uh, umbrella formation of uh, people's organizations called Bayan, and from there uh, was drafted as the nominee of Bayan Muna in 2004 so that's my short uh, stint as uh, an ongoing stint as an activist
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and may ni talagang usapan ngayon na uh, former congressman tong red taging kasi karamihan talagang mga na-red tag mga activists at mga maraming mo kakilala niyo rekaw mismo diba have you been red tagged and um i'm, I'm sure you have and um i guess in question yeah. pa, how many times and if you can recall kaano kadalas to nangyari sa in your in your years in activism
1: well i eat Red tags for breakfast, sabihin natin. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I was a student, I guess. Um, well, even in high school, kasi, volunteer ako no ng NAMFREL, uh, National Movement for Free Elections. And uh, this was during the time of Marcos, no? last few years ni Marcos ito, 1986 snap elections. And basically, I would say it was red tagged as early as that fourth year high school. Kasi yung mga nasa opposition nun, mga kalaban ni Marcos, tinawag din yung mga komunista, mga uh, rebelde. <laughs> uh, and of course, I went to UP. And alam mo naman, sa publiko, basta taga-UP ang tingin sa'yo, komunista, <laughs> tingin sa'yo. <laughs> uh, kaliwa. And especially when I became a, a, an activist, I was a student journalist. And... Uh, uh, one of the student leaders then. So, ano yun? Sanay na ako natawaging tawaging pula, kaliwa, komunista. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that that's part for the course. Kasi, syempre, yung pinaglalaban mo naman talaga is, uh, I'm part of the left, definitely. Um, and And many of the causes of the left, and uh, of communists around the world, I guess, to include labor rights, human rights, environmental advocacies, uh, uh, are my advocacies. Um, yeah, so sanay na ako John. Pero parang iba lang talaga uh, itong panahon lalo na ni Pangulong Duterte. And it's taken a more rabid, a more, I'd say, dangerous aspect itong red tagging ngayon.
0: Mm-hmm. Former Congressman, could you expound on that? Because that's my tanong question. Eh. What does red-tagging look like? I mean, from the first time you were red-tagged, how did it evolve through the years? And what um, did you mean? Did you red-tagging nagiba better did you red-tagging? sa the you red ka
1: Basically, kasi you date. pag you kang pulaka? pag sinabing aktivista ka, pag sinabing kaliwa, even pag sinabing komunista ka, mas ang ibig sabihin yan, uh you have a leftist political persuasion. Uh, yun nga, mas ka sa human rights, mas kasa labor, uh, gusto mo itaas ang sahod ng mga manggagawa, gusto mo ng genuine agrarian reform, galit ka si sistema, uh, you want a more egalitarian society. So ganun lang yon It was a matter of belief. At madaling ipaliwanag yun. Sabihin, o oh, sige, kaliwa ako. Ganito yung paninindigan ko. Tama ba ako mali? No? And and that would start, uh, I would say, a healthy discussion, a healthy debate dun sa mga hindi naniniwala sa'yo. And that was that. Um, kaya lang, itong sa panahon ni Duterte, I would say, um, malaking part din sa panahon ni Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, Red tagging took on a more serious, a more annoy, eh, dangerous um, aspect. Na kapag sinabing nabing komunista, ngayon sa panahon ni Duterte, hindi ka lang komunista, communist terrorist na ang tawag sa yon. And the insinuation is that if you're a leftist, you're a communist terrorist. Therefore, you are engaged in the armed, uh, armed movement. Rebelde ka, armado ka o bahagi ka ng armado, o front ka ng mga armado. So, ang, ang, ang label na na-communist ngayon, dinikit na nila sa terrorist, dinikit na nila sa armado, illegal ang ginagawa mo, uh, labag sa batas ang ginagawa mo, and therefore, you are target now for police and military action. You are target for public persecution. You are fair game for vilification and name-calling and li- libelous remarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yun, ang, yun ang pinagkaiba ngayon. And so hindi na lang simpleng debate yan. Hindi na lang simpleng pagkakaiba ng paniniwala. Malalagay ngayon sa alanganin, delikado na pati mo. Uh, especially under the Duterte regime with all these extrajudicial killings and the president himself ordering his, his men to kill uh, communist rebels and Dahil inexpand na nila yan, so pati mga aktivista, nagiging target na.
0: Mm-hmm. Congressman, what I'm interested in is, na ko rin talaga na pinagkumpul-kumpul. There is this attempt and this, um, effectively, ang ginagawa, ginagawang monolithic itong left movement. And the, ang painting is, okay, it's a monolithic movement na puro mga combatant sila lahat. Could you just explain to our listeners the nuance within people who believe in communism, people who believe, believe in leftist, Um, leftist ideologies, kung paano hindi naman lahat combatants? Ano ba yung itsura talaga ng left?
1: Um, Ang ang left is as varied as the center and as varied as the right, I would say. Um, Of course, there are those siguro for purposes of of simple discussion, pwede nating hatiin sa dalawa yan. Yung isa, (laughs) uh, sinusulong nila yung kanilang leftist ideology or leftist politics. using the available legal uh, constitutional processes so lumahok sa eleksyon na nag-oorganisa ng protesta nagtatayo ng mga unyon ng mga samahan ng magsasaka ng mga mahihirap ng mga kapuspalad kasi yan naman talaga ang advocacy ng nasa kaliwa yung mga mahihirap yung mga inaapi so this all these education work organizing work, advocacy work uh, ay ginagawa sa balangkas ng ating mga batas at ng ating sistema. And uh, to the point nga na lumalahok na rin sa elections, to the partyless elections or by fielding progressive candidates. Pero uh, mayroon niyo namang mga nasa kaliwa na hindi na naniniwala sa prosesong yan. Tingin nila uh, bulok yan, kailangan nang ibagsak palitan. And ang kanilang paraan ay armado. And these are the left who are uh, conducting an armed revolution uh, against the existing social order. So, nandiyan ang CPP, uh, New People's Army, National Democratic Front. At sa kanila, hindi na sila sa parliamentary legal struggle. Uh, they are engaged in the armed uh, revolutionary movement. And they are committing rebellion uh against the uh, the state. Ngayon magkaiba yon kasi at malaking pagkakaiba yon kasi yung isa bagamat naniniwala siya sa leftist ideology kumikilos kami sa balangkas ng uh batas at constitution. Ah uh, yung ibang mga sabi nating kapatid nating nasa kaliwa din eh hindi kumikilos sa ganyang sistema and they are engaged in armed uh revolution. Uh, so dapat dahil magkaiba ang paraan ng pagsusulong ng paniniwala dapat magkaiba rin ang pagkilala at ang approach ng gobyerno hindi sila pwedeng ilump together uh, kasi delikado 'yon yun uh, uh, hindi pwedeng tratuhin armado ang mga wala namang armas kasi walang wala silang laban wala kaming laban sa armed might of the state mm-hmm.
0: Salamat sa clarification ng former congressman Let's go back in time, And if, if I can ask you this, um, where did red tagging start exactly? I mean, you have your own experience, pero saan ba ng nagsimula? Very politics na to and very historical. Para lang maitindihan din ng ating listeners kung paano tayo nakaabot sa puntong to, saan ba simula.
1: Ah, mm, uh, Well, I would say, historically, sa panahon nung nagsimula ang leftist ideologies, uh, baka bago pa sila Marx. Yung mga naniniwala sa yung mga lumaban sa kapitalismo even at the time 1800s I'm sure they were tagged as uh, insurgents uh, terrorists or whatever pero itong nangyayari ngayon yung yung sa Philippine context p- pwede nating i-trace ito sa Cold War nung 1950s uh, sa US nangyari yung McCarthyism uh, dahil uh, na- nanalo ang uh, Soviet yung USSR Naging socialist sila, then sumunod ang China, nangamba ang Estados Unidos uh, about their dominance in the world. Uh, so in the United States, nagkaroon ng tinatawag ng McCarthyism, ano? Uh, parang witch hunting ito. And people were being tagged as communists and investigated, pero umabot ito sa isang level ng hysteria. So it, they called it a red scare at the time. And, and sa Pilipinas, syempre tayo copycat tayo ng mga Amerikano. Nagkaroon din ng ganyan dito sa Pilipinas. Uh, ang tawag nila sa US uh Committee for un, uh, anti-American activities yata. Parang sa Pilipinas may ganyan din tinayo ang Congress, Committee for anti-Filipino or un filipino activities. And the first victims nito in Congress were the uh Representatives of the Democratic Alliance. Uh, sila taruk ito, sila lava. Uh, Tubakbos sila ng under the 1946 elections after the war. Uh, ang base nila yung mga Hukbalahap sa yung mga uh, resistance movements in Central Luzon. They won six seats in Congress in 1946, but they were labeled as communist. Uh, insurgents, etc. Hindi sila pinaupo sa Congress. Uh, yun. Basically, they were red-tagged. They were prevented from taking their seat in Congress. Uh, eventually, pinaupo yung lima sa kanila, but that was already after naipasan ng Congress yung Parity Act, which was in favor of the United States, kasi siguradong tututol yung mga yun, hindi sila pinaupo. And that would probably be the first case of red-tagging in such a high profile level so 1946 pa yan sa congress yung democratic alliance and then nagtuloy-tuloy na yan uh, panahon ni marcos of course all his enemies were were called communist even ninoy aquino was linked to the communist everyone um, so hindi na bago yan. and uh it has always been uh default mode of the military and the security establishment. Uh, ano yan? Yan ang bogeyman palagi, eh, yung mga komunista. Panahon ni Marcos, yung mga Muslim secessionist and communist rebels. Ngayon, it's more of the uh, communist movement pa rin, and then uh, Muslim terrorist pa rin, pero ISIS ang other ang supposedly ISIS. So, yan ang, yan ang development niyan. And, and syempre, kung sino yung... Malaki ang papel ng namumuno ng Pangulo in-in-hyping uh, out this hysteria. At dahil si Duterte, eh, talagang hina-hype nya yung hysteria against uh, the CPP, NPA, NDF. At uh, ano, sumasayó ng husto yung uh, nasa military and police. Uh, kasi may pagka-default mode yun eh, talagang, uh, for them, uh, communists are automatically enemies that need to be wiped out. Mm-hmm. Former
0: Congressman, um, I mean, nabanggitin na rin na mo. this has been happening for a long time. There's already a narrative that has been happening. Alin kaya yung ano? Ano yung pattern dito? Sino mga karaniwang na red tag? I mean, um, of course, yung mga non-combatants nabanggit mo nga, pero beyond, them, meron pa bang ibang na red tag? Mga vulnerable to red tag? Eh?
1: Ang pinaka-vulnerable sa nakikita natin ngayon, yung mga farmers Mga leaders ng farmers groups at mga members ng mga farmers groups. Uh, Why? Because they are based in the countryside where the fighting is happening. Uh, Pangalawa, dahil malayo sila, wala silang access sa media and sa public spaces because they are in the countryside. So sila yung nakikita natin kadalasang inaakusahan Na members or sympathizers of the NPA and because of this, they are the uh, karaniwang victims ng extrajudicial killings, ng mga illegal searches and arrests. No? So itong mga farmers, mga members of farmers and indigenous peoples' organizations. Uh, yon, very, they are the most vulnerable, I would, I would say and then secondly yung mga ano uh, sa mga sa mga urban areas naman yung mga labor activists uh, people who organize labor unions who organize homeowners associations kaya ang KMU ang network ng kadamay kasi uh, sila ang ano eh, sila ang base ng mass movement sa urban areas and uh, yung leaders nila ang palaging inaakusahan ng mga rebelde o mga recruiters ng NPA at dagdag dyan yung mga youth organizations because uh, yung youth movement has always been a key part of the mass movement Uh, and dahil nga ine-equate ng Duterte regime yung mass movement sa communist terrorist movement they assume that these young activists are on their way to being NPA combatants. Uh, At paulit-ulat sinasabi yan nila General Esperon, nila General Parlate, na wala naman daw masama sa aktivismo, wala naman daw masama sa pagmumulat sa mga issues, kaya lang yan daw ay radicalization, kaya lang yan daw ay magiging NPA ka, kaya pati yung mga artista na nag involve sa social issues. Wina-warning nila nila na, o oh, mag-ingat ka, baka maging rebelde ka, mapunta ka sa bundok, mapatay ka. So, so yun yung mga vulnerable uh, activists.
0: You're listening to the 21st episode of Criminal Rappler's Crime Podcast. How's it so far? If you want to listen to other cool and informative audio, check out other Rappler podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. This crime podcast wouldn't have been possible without the support of listeners. You can support Rappler by joining our community called Rappler Plus. Rappler Plus believes in speaking truth to power, using technology for the greater good, to power communities, to action. Go to Rappler.com slash plus for more details. Former Congressman, I'm glad that you raised in yung mga vulnerable sa kanayunan, yung mga ating mga farmers, ang ating mga fishermen, at mga taong ano, marginalized sa... Uh, sa metropolitan and urban areas. Um, this question is is uh, stems from that um, what does red tagging look like beyond general parlade beyond general esperon. Ano itsura niya sa sa mga local government sa sa mga farmers paano sila red tag kasi hindi naman sila isa isa nina general parlade katulad ng mga high profiles katulad ng ng mga sa congress. Paano yung sa ano sa kanayunan na saka sa, sa countryside paano yung red tagging dun and how does it play out? Ah
1: um, alam mo kasi most of these leaders uh, na nire Kilala sila sa community eh. They are residents of their communities. They are very active. Members sila ng mga people's organizations or other church organizations, even social civic groups. So mahirap na i-single out. So what ang ginagawa, nireretag redtag yung buong organisasyon. Uh, sasabihin nila na, ah, yung yung organisasyon ng mga lawyers na membro itong abogadong ito, is a communist front. Therefore these lawyers are communist terrorists. So blanket no these are blanket allegations, walang proof na papakita, hindi nila sasabihin na oh itong taong itong si attorney Dela Cruz eh nakita namin may hawak na baril, nakikipagbakbakan di ganon. Ah uh, sasabihin nila to si attorney Dela Cruz member ng NUPL, yung NUPL Front Organization, therefore, si Attorney Cruz. Supporter yan ng mga rebelde, ng communist terrorists. And by making those blanket those kinds of blanket allegations, general allegations, over and over again, paulit-ulit yan, eh. uh, sasabihin nila yan sa radyo, naglalagay sila ng mga streamers, ng mga posters, nilalagay yung mga muka at mga pangalan ng mga members nitong mga progressive organizations. Uh, yung ganyang constant vilification and labeling uh, Siyempre, na natatatak na sa us- isip ng mga nasa komunidad aba ah, ka totoo nga no and then the worst thing is that patatahimikin na yan either tatakotin papapailan uh, ng trump up charges maglalabas ng search warrant palalabasin na may baril o may illegal na nakuha sa kanilang bahay makukulong and worse pinapatay na lang uh, ganyan ang nagiging itsura sa mga communities ngayon the local governments uh, marami sa kanila, uh, di naman sila naniniwala dyan, but they are being dictated by the National Task Force to end local communist armed conflict. From the top yan, eh. um, pinipilit ang local government na maglabas ng mga ordinansa na declaring as persona non grata yung mga so-called communist terrorists, including front organizations, pati yung mga barangay pinapaglabas ng ganyan mga resolutions and they do it as a matter of course kasi utos ng DILG yan uh, pero ang problema talaga na naseset yung condition na ano eh uh, natatakot ngayon yung mga members of these organizations and leaders from speaking out from airing their grievances from pursuing their advocacies and worse uh, yung mismong buhay nila ang ang uh, nalalagay sa alanganin at eh. marami na namatay.
0: Mm-hmm. In your next question ko former congressman, how has red tagging affected your organizing? Kasi mga legitimate concerns naman di ba? Um agrarian reform, alleviation of poverty. Ano nangyayari sa inyong mga programa dahil dito sa red tagging ng gobyerno?
1: Um definitely kapag ang isang leader ay nahuli, na arresto. Uh, nilagay yung kanyang muka sa streamer na kinakabit sa maraming lugar and then sa social media, Uh, definitely may takot. And so it takes extra courage uh, for these leaders to continue with their advocacies. At yun yung isang unang hurdle, yung huwag ka matakot o huwag ka magpapasindak and continue with your advocacies. Uh, Of course, yung membership din uh, may impact din yan sa membership, lalo na yung mga farmers' communities. Ipapatawag ng military sa kampo, sasabihin, o oh, sumuko na kayo. Esan eh, eh, sila susuko? Hindi naman sila uh, lumaban ng armado. Bakit sila pinapasuko? So may ganyang confusion, may ganyang takot din sa mass base. and Kailangan talagang challenge siya amin, ipaliwanag na ito ay mali. Uh, hindi tayo dapat nag papagapi sa ganyang klasing mga uh, pananakot, uh, but also to protect ourselves, uh, extra careful security-wise, um, uh, make sure na secure yung ating mga offices, ating mga homes, ating communities, ating communications. So maraming challenges, maraming dagdag nagawain uh, para harapin itong ganitong... Uh, banta, which should not be because it, it, in the end uh, those are threats against democracy those are threats against people speaking out uh, against government neglect and government wrongdoing uh, at kapag nagtuloy-tuloy yan talagang ang mangyayari, there will be impunity and there will be tyranny at babalik tayo sa panahon na parabang but militar ang mga yari, at para bang dictadura. And, and that is the dangerous trend that, that we have been seeing in the last uh, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, former
0: congressman, how is the mood within the people you know who are organizing? How has it affected the, the morale of the people you work with, of organizers?
1: Uh, ang mga activist are, are, sabi kung eh, they, they eat challenges for breakfast. Uh, of course, kung moral ang Pag-uusapan, uh, lalo mong iniipit ang isang movement, lalo yung lalaban at lalakas. Pero ang problema lang talaga yung security no? and the problem of being arrested on trumped up charges. Alam mo, yung, yung mga arrest nga na yan, uh, eventually all these cases get dismissed. I would say 8 out of 10 cases get dismissed for lack of evidence. So, hindi naman takot ang mga aktivista, hindi naman takot ang mga nasa oposisyon sa mga kaso. Kaya lang, hassle talaga. Uh, biro mo, kailang mong mag-hire ng lawyer. Kailangan mong maghanda ng iyong affidavit. Kailangan mong maghanap ng mga testigo mo. Kailangan mong umatend sa court. And then, nakatataka na sa buong komunidad. So, kailangan mong magpaliwanag sa iyong komunidad. It, it's a very tedious hassle process na pinagdadaanan kapag ikaw ay iniipit ng gobyerno, especially on trump up charges. Uh, so ito yung nakaka hinder sa sa advocacies. Uh, and, and then uh, yung yung iingat no malaking impact yan in how you conduct your meetings, how you communicate. Uh, kasi kailangan maingat ka na na hindi ka magiging biktima sa kanilang red tagging and sa kanilang uh, physical attacks. Pero ano 'yan? Uh sinisikap nating pangibabawan uh because in the end uh ano 'yan eh Th- these are really the challenges that um progressives and activists have to face in pursuing advocacies na naghahangad na baguhin ang status quo na baguhin ng sistema mahirap na ng sistema eh uh, mm-hmm. and, and tangap naman natin yan. Mm-hmm.
0: former congressman I'm going to my last two questions first is why should Filipinos care about the struggle of um, the left yung pagdaragdag ng gobyerno bakit kilangang matakod den ako dapat kilangang may pakiyalam den ako kung Filipino ako na hindi naman ako related sa Sa any leftist group, sabihin nila na hindi naman ako ano, eh, komunista so wala ako dapat katakutan. Ano sabi mo don?
1: Um, siguro ang isang importante, alisin muna natin yung mga kulay. Alisin muna natin yung mga tatak. Uh, ano bang pinaglalaban ng mga sinasabing kaliwa o mga, mga pula? Uh, one, uh, higher wages for workers, better working conditions. Uh, yung uh, libreng pamamahagi ng gupa sa magsasaka, agrarian reform, uh, mas mataas na presyo ng mga produkto ng mga magsasaka, uh, libre o abot kayang pabahay, uh, the defense of our sovereignty, katulad dyan sa West Philippine Sea, uh, national industrialization para itaguyod ang sarili nating industriya para mag ng trabaho at umunlad yung ating bansa. Uh, resistance sa mga dikta ng dayuhan, kaugnay ng mga dayuhan gustong ubusin yung ating natural resources or uh, i-exploit yung ating cheap labor. Uh, women's rights, human rights, karapatan ng ating mga kotutubo. Alam mo, these are very basic reforms uh, na makaka, makakatulong sa lahat ng Pilipino at sa ating bayan para umunlad. Um, So ito yung pinaglalaban nitong mga sinasabing nasa kaliwa. And tanggalin natin yung kulay, I think ito ang gusto rin ng karamihan sa ating mga kababayan. Uh, Sa panahon ng pandemya halimbawa, sino ba ang nagtutulak talaga sa usapin ng libreng bakuna, libreng mass testing, uh, upgrading of our uh, public health system? Uh, Hindi ba yung mga nasa kaliwa? Kasama, siyempre, yung iba pang sektor, yung ati mga health professionals and others. Sino ba ang nagtaguyod ng husto nitong community pantries? Uh, siyempre, nandyan ng kaliwa. Nandyan din ang malawak na mamamayan na nakita yung point na kailangan ng ganitong pantries dahil nga kulang na kulang ang ayuda ng gobyerno. Sino nagtutulak na mas malaking ayuda mula sa pamalan- so Ang sinasabi ko lang, itong mga issues na pinaglalaban ng kaliwa ay issues ng mamamayan. And therefore, hindi dapat masamain ito at hindi dapat pigilan ang mga tao at mga organisasyon na ipinaglalaban itong mga bagay na pakikinabangan ng ng ating mamamayan at ng ating bayan. And um, I think that is also the reason why there is a strong pushback against red tagging. Uh, kung bakit uh, marami sa ating mamamayan ay nagsasabing mali itong ganitong pagpaparatang at at kaya nahihirapan din ang gobyerno na itulak itong anti-terrorism law kasi nga ang mamamayan mismo nakikita naman nilang walang masamang ginagawa uh, itong mga pinaparatangan.
0: Former Congressman, my last question. Para sa mga taong gustong ano, makihalobilo, gustong sumama sa paglaban sa red tagging, hindi namang kailangan sumali kaagad sa left, leftist movement or sa kahit anong organisasyon. Para sa mga nagpakinig natin na hindi alam kung saan magsisimula para mag-contribute at uh, lumaban sa red tagging at para mag-tumulong uh, din sa advokasya, ano yung dapat nilang gawin sa palagay mo?
1: Ang, ang basic dyan, kailangang intindihin natin yung issue uh, what is red tagging at bakit ba ito ginagawa ng gobyerno? Ang sinasabi nila General Esperon, this is truth tagging. But we have to be really critical uh, kasi dun sa sinasabi nilang truth tagging, truth tagging ba yung uh, paparatangan mo isang taong wala namang ebidensya. Uh, and based on hearsay, based on theories na, uh, again, wala namang na ipapakita ang ebidensya. So yung, I think one thing that kailangan gawin ng ating mga kababayan, maging mapagsuri. No? Be more critical of what we read and what we see. And secondly, let us look beyond the labels. Kasi yan nga ang problema sa tagging eh. Whether itatag kang pula, itatag kang dilaw, itatag kang bakla, itatag kang tomboy, itatag kang in ita tag, you know, Maraming tags sa buhay natin, but we should look beyond the tags no and see, o oh, sige, ito sinasabing kaliwa, ano ba ginagawa niya? Ano ba ang ipinaglalaban niya? Ano ba ang track record nitong so-called leftist party list group? Uh, and let's base our uh, actions on that. No? Kung nakikita natin maganda naman pala ang kanilang ginagawa, edi natin at sabihin natin ang mga nagre-redtag na mali kayo, huwag niyo 'yang gagawin yan. Um so and and then of course, kung nakikita niyo naman tama pala ang ginagawa nitong mga progresibo, mali naman pala yung ginagawa ng NTF-EL kak na nagre-redtag, let us also make a stand. At uh, ipahayag natin ito uh, of course sa social media, sa ating mga komunidad Sabihin natin kung ano ang tingin nating tama and let us join movements and let us join organizations that advocate for uh, these things na nakikita nating dapat ipinaglalaban no uh, pero syempre nasa sa inyo yon kung maniniwala ba kayo kung tingin niyo tama ang pinaglalaban namin then we are your are all very much welcome to join the movement to contribute to uh, give your your talents and your time uh to what i consider a very novel uh and noble um advocacy uh of course yung yung mga advocacies na nabanggit ko na kanina
0: former congressman Teddy casinyo maraming salamat sa pag sa
1: amin uh, maraming salamat din rambo at magandang uh, araw sa lahat
0: This has been Criminal. If you'd like to be updated on this and other issues, don't forget to follow Rappler and Newsbreak on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have suggestions about topics we should cover in this podcast, just send me a message. My inbox is open on Twitter at RamboReports. Reports. I'm Rambo Talabo. Thank you for listening. Subscribe and listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.